We're going to do an exercise uh, in one minute okay. with you live on air and I will see if you will surpass this uh, little course. Wow, the fear, the fear is just starting to kick in. Welcome to Lion Fury, a self-development podcast where I hope to help inspire you to unleash your furious potential through conversations with extraordinary guests all over the globe. Today's guest is no exception. Joe Alexander is an extreme coach who holds 44 world records, including 19 Guinness World Records. He has competed internationally in Taekwondo, been a longtime stump fight coach for film and theatre, and is renowned for catching arrows fired at him from a crossbow, hence the title of his motivational book in German, Fangen und Feil, or Catch the Arrow in English. Joe's unconventional coaching methods challenge people to find answers through facing fear. Not since the first episode of Lion Fury have I been back out in the wild. I've wanted to have Joe on the show for a while, so I thought what better opportunity to take a walk on the wild side through a forest here in Hamburg. We discussed Joe's journey and what has led him to lead such an extraordinary way of life. He also unexpectedly puts me through my paces as we explore the art of learning to trust yourself. Enjoy the ride, guys. See you on the other side. here with the legendary Joe Alexander, world record holder, coach, master of the Husma. And we have come to Volkspark today and Joe and I are going to take a little, what you might call a hero's journey. So welcome Joe and I'm very grateful for you being here. Hi Danny, thanks for inviting me and we're going to have a good ride I guess. <laughs> you bet. Okay, so on this hero's journey I have three stops that we're aiming for and at each stop yeah. we'll do a little exercise at that okay. stop. Yeah. So we're heading to the first one now and as we go there the first thing I wanted to ask you is you once said to me that every 10 years yeah. you have a reframe of your life goals and what you want to achieve in the next 10 years. Exactly. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yes, because um, I'm planning to live for like 120 years and every 10 years I need to establish a new idea to have a, a good uh, impact on my motivations. And after 10 years I usually reach to the maximum impact of my goals and then I will let go to start a new impact uh, just to keep me alive. And I will do this till I'm 110 or something. Wow, so you, you believe at the end of that 10 year period that's the maximum of what yeah, yeah, because the one period was like I did the Jackro. Jackro is like the fitness aerobic style before table came in into the Germany, into the world. I did practice this 10 years. After I was very successful, get lots of money, I changed to stunt fighting, where I do teach people how to fight for movies and uh, theater. After that, I changed into world records. And in the meantime, I grow more and more coaching people to the max. And this takes usually 10 years till you to get the maximum out of it. And when I'm very successful, I usually let go just to, if I, yeah, that's uh, the way of life, you know, why do this? 
50 years and uh, I can do this, but I need new, new pictures. I think it's an amazing approach to do, to do that kind of reset button every 10 years and then set it. And we're not talking like small challenges here. It's like yeah. you've set yourself to set a number of records in that time. Or right. so, so how many world records do you have at the moment? Uh, 43 world records. Wow. And from that, there are like, uh, I think, uh, 19 Guinness World Records. So, which is good. <laughs> I'm actually Germany's or maybe Europe highest ranking in most titles and world records. And I, I taught people, over 100 people, to reach their own world record. Some of them are Guinness records. But when I have an idea, I approach them to the people or they come to me. And I will see if they're really ready, mental ready. And uh, if they're ready, their goals are set, mindset. I will work with them, put them on a TV show. They get the record. Usually from 100%, from 100 people, I get like, yeah, 99% success rate. 99%, 95% you are successful. And uh, even people on the way to the journey to reach a Guinness World Record, they usually in the middle, they are failing, failing, and they give up and they don't trust in themselves. That's the point why I'm really happy <laughs> when, they're, when, they're, when they're struggled. And this is when I, it's getting for me interested. Right. When, when the friction comes. Exactly, exactly. When the point comes. Okay, so this is our first spot. This is actually like a flower garden, but it's very dry at the moment. Yeah. So the center of this. Um, I thought we could do a little two-minute meditation before we continue on the journey. So if we just, if you want to find a little meditation spot yeah. for a two-minute, wherever you think, it doesn't have to be in here. Mm. There's a sprinkler there. Actually, it's here. No okay. I always like the idea of just getting grounded, you know, right. for a moment. Okay. Uh, everybody by himself, or you mean uh... together? Ah, together. We just we just take two minutes to uh, all right to center. Actually, last night I was in the Buddhism Centrum, Buddhism uh, Center, and I was meditating there. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, so you have to do you do it by yourself? You can lead it if you want. Ah, oh. great. Okay, so if you need down on your knees, if you have a few minutes, there should be no problem, so the blood pressure doesn't disconnect your feet. Okay, straight body up, and try to have your neck up to the heaven, your head up, and try to close your eyes, and you breathe only through your nose, and through your nose out again. On your stomach is the only motions your body does move. When you breathe out, the stomach goes in. Very important is that your shoulders are relaxed, the whole body is relaxed. And try first to acknowledge your surroundings the sounds, the air, and accept them as normal. Now you may hear 
sounds they are very far away you also cover them you also hear sounds from the haven from the harbor which are a few kilometers far away Try to relax all your muscles now. Your back is straight. Now comes the most important time for 30 seconds. Try not to think of anything. Let go is the hardest part. If you still think, you may do some noise like This hymn sound, the benefits of the hymn sounds is through the vibration they are so fine, so thin that they massage your brain, your body from the inside to outside. And it's very important to relax your mind in peace. We do it one more time. That was really interesting for me because I have the sounds amplified here, oh. um, which adds to the to the resonance of everything. So I found when I was doing the the humming, yeah, it was quite fragile actually, as in it was a little bit shaky. Yes, it was it was at first mm -hmm. it was not smooth, but by the end it was stronger and smoother. Yeah, um, it's perhaps a good idea to be aware of where you're at when you when you do that because I could tell I was a little bit shaky but then it smoothed out yeah it's very important in the end so to vibrate the, the your your brain actually because it's in your head and you can change the tone from so without getting uh, tight you know it's very important so your body resonates with the vibration 
I think it's amazing that there's however many minutes in a day, thousands of minutes, and it only takes two or three minutes like that to, yeah. to recenter yourself. Exactly. And sometimes even two minutes is hard for people to find, but just two minutes like that is so valuable. Yes. Uh, when I coach people, they have they are too much in their heads at daytime, thinking, thinking, thinking. I give them also a homework to do three times a day a firewall. Yeah, a mental firewall to keep problems, uh, stress out of their system if they uh, do this kind of exercise three times in the morning, daytime and uh, after work. Yeah. So we continue on our way here on the hero's journey, the mini yes. hero's journey. Yes. And I was going to ask you what was the first kind of defining moment that put you on a path of self-exploration or enlightenment? And when I was younger in, in school, when people start bullying, bullying me. Oh, really? Yes. And I had the power to smash them down to the ground, but I didn't have the, the confidence or the, the voice because I could not speak German because I'm coming from Lebanon. Lebanon yeah. And uh, so I was strong, but in the same time, it's very weak because I could not articulate let me uh, alone or who are you what are you doing why this i just stand there and they you know bullying me because hey you foreigner you you refugee blah 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 and then i started taekwondo and uh, bef before i played soccer i was very good soccer but because the team I could not articulate with the team, I did never get the ball, but when I get the ball, I usually was very successful. In the end, it was a team sport, and I was not ready for a team sport, so I started Taekwondo. That's what I said, when I train seven days a week, if I win, I win, if I lose, I lose. In soccer, if the team wins, I didn't, you know, it's very difficult. So I started to develop myself, how to grow, and with Taekwondo, and Taekwondo uh, gave me lots of through the discipline, confidence through competing so many tournaments. And uh, I, I was the first Hamburg sportsman who got the German title champion. And then national team, so I was very, very successful and had 350 fights full contact. And then the, the highest was the world championships in Ecuador with the national team. I did the fifth place. And then the most trophy I was the most excited, um, happy is the grand champion in Los Angeles, in the California Taekwondo Championships, where you fight in your division to beat six people, the best of California. That's great, but to be grand champion, you have to fight against all the other champions and their weight classes. You know, lightweight, heavyweight, superweight, and so on, middleweight. And if you beat them all, then you are the grand champion of California. And this is an official biggest tournament ever at Taekwondo. And uh, I won. Wow. <laughs> yes. In every weight class. Yes. <laughs> I had, had a black middleweight and had an Asian whatever. And then my last fight was like one o'clock in the morning. I competed in my last fight against a super heavyweight. He was really tall massive heavy every time he kicked me I blocked and I got thrown through the judges referee boom through the mats but I didn't get a point but I 
pain all over. Hell, wow. Yes, but uh, but when I got inside, I made my points, and in the end, I won, and I was very happy. Next day, I could not walk. <laughs> but I consider the champion, grand champion in Los Angeles, California, my biggest title. Because I, I decided in the same day to start, I didn't prepare for that. Wow. Yeah. So it was a spontaneous decision. Spontaneous, yeah. <laughs> Tippish joke. Yeah. <laughs> no preparation, go there and win. But I guess, I guess maybe, maybe that helped you in a way. I mean, not to take away from preparation, but maybe no. the fact that it was so sp spontaneous, there was no time for doubt or anything to creep in, and you just, you just went in there. Yeah, fully present. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went there for my students. I had like uh, 15 students to compete there, and, and you uh, couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, and then and then when my students uh, and the lower bells uh, finished, and then there comes the uh, adults, you know, and then uh, they say, "Why well, you don't start?" And uh, I, okay, I start, and then I start, and and then I made, made warm up, and maybe this was uh, the secret uh, key. I don't know, but. I decided the same day, the heaviest tournament ever I had, and it's amazing because in my weight class, there was the year before grand champion who won all the fights, and I didn't know that. I, I only respond because when he fought against me, all the audience, yeah, they, they yelled his name. Come on, you can finish, you can, you can win, blah, 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 and I did, why? I, uh, this was a grand champion before year, last year before, and then I won against him, and for me it was okay. <laughs> but after that, I bowed to him respectfully and would give him my hands, but he took his hand away. He didn't give me the respect of shaking hands. Oh, really? Yeah, he was really, really wow. pissed. I, maybe he was he was that put him on a different path in a way. He had to deal with that loss. Yeah. But this is common with these. Yeah, even he's, he's a famous master I, I, because he had lots of students and fans and he lost. But in my opinion, he lost respect because he didn't give me his of course. Fair, fairness there should There should always be respect yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, especially yeah. In, when someone is trained like that. They yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's interesting uh, you, you talk about martial arts because it, it, was, it was similar for me in a way because I was a very fragile kid. Yeah. I had some some traumas, some family difficulties, and very young, I was quite fragile. Mm. And for me, I think we have this in common. Uh, I have a little, a little toy here for you, which might trigger some, some, uh, this guy. <laughs> He's missing a leg and an arm. I find his leg. Mr. Bruce Lee. There's, there's his foot. So yeah. just for the listeners, I have a tiny little Bruce Lee toy here in his uh, famous yellow and black Yes. Outfit and Joe has the shoes on today. Coincidentally. Yes. The yellow and black shoes. I'll get a photo of uh, of this. But um, before I was twelve, I had watched every Bruce Lee movie mm. like three or four times. And now that I'm older, I often think, why have I? Why has he always been such a pivotal figure? And I think the reason is because he's a human with superhuman powers you know there was no cgi or anything in right. these days and i could tell as a kid that everything he was doing i mean it's there's a little bit of movie magic obviously but essentially what he was doing for, was from his own skills and his own and it was phenomenal to me it, it showed me that as as a human it doesn't there's no limit to what what you can do he's he's it had an impact on you as well? Of course, uh, Bruce Lee has impacted uh, many people who are not even in martial arts because of his presence 
and he is also a very uh, spiritual um, man who um, he succeeded also on the big failure because when he had his uh, um, back problems he was laying down in the um, in the hospital for half year or something like that, or maybe a year and for a person like Bruce Lee who has uh, who's physically very fit in shape to stuck on the bed like for this long period then he, this was the biggest gift ever he had because he started reading books many spiritual books of how educational how to put this into daily life and forgotten books about spiritual masters of India, Japan and China and everywhere, he would never, never have done it if he was not had problems, uh, you know, so he made the best out of it, which means if you, uh, if you fail or have something, this tells you something, this is a chance to grow in a different level, which you will never, you will never reach if you have not this failure, you know. So Bruce Lee um, has an impact on me, of course, and uh, I take the best out of it and for my style. Now, for many people, I'm like Bruce Lee and give them inspiration for them. When they grow, they get inspiration from other people. And this is like the way it goes. Inspirate people to do good things in life and find your own balance. Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to continue on our journey here. We've just been on this bench so that brings me to the question, how do you advise people or people that you coach to deal with fear? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fear? We don't have to get too serious with this joke. It's always heavy, heavy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, where are we going to go? Okay, that's right. This looks good. Okay. <clears throat> um, fear is the only way to find answers. Yeah. So if I work with people, they never know where what I'm doing with them they're, because they're afraid. But they trust me somehow, but they're still afraid because I'm very unconventional coach. Intuitive and sometimes it's very scary when I let people standing on the roof or I have doing something with fire, they may get burned. Or maybe they have to break bricks. Maybe they get break your hands. Get pineapples cut off the head. Or pineapples <laughs> with a samurai sword. Yeah, exactly. This is very funny. People are really scared. Uh, but for some reason, I'm not scared because it's not my head. <laughs> there's there's a big element of trust. Yes, yes. And even they never did this. And I, when I do the exercise with them. To, for them to surpass their fear, I have to confront them naturally, of course, with a different kind of fear. And uh, in the end, we apply the results of their personal fear. So, and that's uh, easy spoken, but for them, I had some people who are really shaky, some cry, some, some, some they, are, they don't want. That I let them for a few minutes, then I ask them again. So I, I'm like stuck on them like a glue to get to the point, to the roots, to the final roots. Like when you go to the dentist, 
you have to get the how you say the to root. the to the foundation to the root cause to the exactly. root cause of it what's, exactly what, what's the underlying exactly what's the underlying block or thing that that's that's holding holding them back yes i'm not the the coach who doing a pflaster how you say uh, like a, a band-aid exactly you're doing a complete fix so exactly. that it doesn't need to be a um exactly and i have to say to the listeners i've i've experienced this myself with joe we've we've had a few of a few events where uh which have been amazing experiences because often it is that uh, sink or swim, throw throw you in and and do a drum solo or hijack exactly. a, hijack a boat <laughs> as a pirate or uh, you know and these have, these have been amazing experiences <laughs> for me. Um, but so back to the fear thing, may, maybe trust is a counter to fear. Uh, a good, yes. A good, Yes, to uh, trust. Yes, we're going to do an exercise uh, in one minute. Okay. With you live on air, and I will see if you will surpass this uh, little course. Wow, the fear, the fear is just starting to kick in. No, <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yes. Well, this is the perfect time to do it actually, because this is the second. Uh, the first was the flower garden. This is the second marker, which is yeah. this tree. It doesn't actually look as so great. It, it looks better in winter, this tree. Okay. But we're going to do this exercise. Yes. yes. Can I still hold the... Yeah, yeah, you can hold okay. this. Okay, i put the... And thing. you can take this with you. Okay. Yeah. And you see this tree? Mm-hmm. Do you like this tree? I like it a lot. Describe it. Uh, to me, this tree has stories, uh, mm. and the, the, the way the branches—it's—it's it's actually. I look at it and I think this tree has history and stories, and it's with—it's withstood mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah, the branches are quite—they're quite unique in a way because they're—they're they're going at all different angles, but there's like an elegancy to the whole thing. Do you see the roots of this tree? So the tree looks to you strong or weak? Strong. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the exercise. Your idea. We go a few minutes, meters. So the exercise for you is now. Okay. Stop. Look at the tree. Close your eyes, and then you will go through to this tree and stop like half meter before, and then you. Put your hand out to touch the tree. With the eyes closed. With the eyes closed. And if you don't touch the tree, you fail. If you're too close and hit your nose against the tree, you failed. So the ideal distance is like arm length. Mm-hmm. And to reach that point, you have to listen to your body and energy. And I will see how you're going to do this. Okay. And whatever comes, you have to accept that. And I will see if you going to succeed this stupid strange exercise the answer of that you will have we will have later okay i'm just gonna uh, ground myself a bit wait for exactly. the people to, to pass no no don't wait for the people okay you ready yeah and if you miss the tree you also failed so you have to really concentrate to listen to everything you think it's helpful and go.
Actually, you were on the right way straight to the tree. Oh. And after the stick hit you, you turn right away, oh, away, really? away from the tree because you have been here, perfectly walked like three meters before the tree. And then I hit you here. You turn it like this oh. and went there. <laughs> went right to there. there. You know, here <laughs> and back. So I got completely disoriented. Exactly. Okay. This is, um, I went into the head. Exactly. Exactly. And this is a principle of life. If people have a vision to go there, they get distracted very easily to sounds, through words, through circumstances, and then they lose their way. It's amazing that I took a complete opposite direction. Complete opposite direction. Opposite, yeah. <laughs> Just as a small stick hits you, and to succeed, it doesn't matter how you reach your goal. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the great, there's the A to B and this is the Bruce Lee thing. The A to B is the shortest distance, but actually you, you can go that way, yeah. right, left, all around and to get to that, that same spot. In German, I would say, dem Erfolg ist es egal, wie es erlangt wird. And in English, how you said in English? It doesn't matter how long or as long as you get there. The success, it doesn't matter how you reach success. As long as you, yeah. As long as you reach the, the point. success, yeah. For me, it's important if you feel the presence of the tree, I can put you anywhere you are, as long as you follow the, the power, the energy of this tree. If you feel it before, you can always connect. Can you give me a demonstration? No. No. Okay. Of course, then you have to pay me $12. Okay. An hour. <laughs> no, the demonstration is with him. <laughs> I've just thrown one back at Joe and he's just swatted it away. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. No, I, I get what you're saying. Eliminate all the superficial stuff. Exactly. And uh, and this this what we're saying here is this is not some magical mystical no. thing. This is about um, trusting and and staying on the path and trying to get centered and trying to to. Exactly. And people, you know, some people I have, when I tell them run against this wall, what they do, they measure, okay, eight meters, and then they go, and then eight meters, and then they try to do this. When I feel this, I make distraction, then they got off, they lose their count, you know. So I try that they sense the energy from the deep inside to feel the hear, to hear the inside, you have to really let go and meditate before to empty your mind. So Distraction, the big lesson for me is distraction. Regardless of the stick hitting you, stay on exactly. your path and trust. Yeah. And if you, do, if you do go off path, just re re reset it, just realign, exactly. start, start again. Exactly. Uh, and even if you go backwards, even if you go 50 meters the other way. Exactly. As long as you get to the tree in the end. Um, this was a small exercise. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, okay, so we make our way to the final destination of the hero's journey here. Yeah. The body reveals so much in terms of body language and what you do with your body just is just reveals yeah. so much. So um, I think this practice of, of uh, Joe's picking up a stick here. Yes. <laughs> This practice of um, really physical, but out of the head, getting right. out of the head. It's all about getting out of the head. Exactly. Because without uh, the head, you can see everything and more. If you have a head, the head tries to analyze logical thing. That's why some people I have, they are more head oriented. Some are more creative oriented. There mm. are two different coaching styles. Mm -hmm. 
In the end, you have to reach both, get them both. Mm -hmm. I'm creative, but I overthink. You know, the self-critique and the inner critique is, is very... And that's what happened with the tree back there. Get disorientated, the inner critique starts kicking in. Yeah. You, you know, you failed, you failed, but you have to eliminate this uh, somehow... Well, not eliminate, but somehow keep this critique voice at, uh, at bay. Yeah. Like tame it. Yeah. Uh, we've hit our final destination here let's a little call it a little have you been up here before never 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 oh wow that's i'm glad i've introduced you yes <laughs> yeah i'm not sure the history of it. it's more like a mound with steps um, and uh, i hear how you walk stairs this is uh, very heavy the, the way you walk exactly you make too much sound sounds because we're going to stealth assassin someone on top of hero. <laughs> if you're ready for another exercise, you just let me know. Okay. Uh, first, I'm going to... We're both straddling the park bench, facing each other, which mm. is nice. And, and what I wanted to say to you is um, uh, a big thank you, actually. And I'm not sure if you... I'm not sure if you're, you're fully aware, but when I first came back to Germany, it was, a, it was a very significant time for me four years ago. And... When I had been back in Australia, I knew that when I got back to Germany, I wanted to pursue um, the acting, and I'd done a, a workshop at your old studio before mm. I went back to Australia. So I always had it in my mind: when I get back to Germany, uh, visit visit Joe and see what you're up to. But I was also I, I sent you an email basically, and the email was: Hi Joe, it's me. I met a couple of years ago, and um, I'm looking to. What I really wanted to say straight out was I want to get into the acting as much as possible. But what I said to you was I can help clean your studio or if you have any labor work mm. at your studio or something, maybe that's a good way for me to um, be in that environment. And, and I was happy to, to, to offer my um, uh, labor services. Mm. Anyway, you said come and, come, and, uh, come and meet me. Great. And the positivity, you were just like, come and meet me. And when I met you, you know, you could have easily said to me, oh, uh, you can clean this up or you can sweep the floors or, or karate kid stuff. Mm -hmm. But you sat me in your boardroom and you said to me, what do you want to do? What, what, you know, you basically said, why are you here and what do you want to do? And I said, I want to act and I want to, I want to move into this, mm. this industry. And you took that very literally and you thought, how can I help you? And then within the next day or so, you were able by, by timing to send me this, this casting for this Volkswagen commercial. Yeah. And I ended up doing the audition, taking a risk and getting this first serious, serious job, big, right. big job. You basically gave me a chance. You, you were just like, how can I help you? It's important for you to know how much you help people and you may not have even realized that, but that, that helped me so much in terms of the Great. path to where I've come now. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I am actually forever grateful for, oh, for that. Welcome. That sounds like a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Now the sick is complete. Really, really, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But I, I wanted, to, I wanted to say that to you for a while. So, um, and I think, you know, I've I've been at parties and stuff, and you're always so giving to to everyone around you. And I think it's important to to say thanks to you for what you do for people and the opportunities. Yeah. Uh, the opportunities that you give people yeah. because you have given me a number of opportunities that are very, very unique and have made me grow in, in, in ways that I wouldn't have um, imagined and very much in line with what I'm trying yeah. 
yeah. trying to do. So, so that's the final step. We we can do another exercise and then and then make the way back. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. You see the stick? Okay, you stand up. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, it was okay. You catched it. Try again. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think you catch it two times. It's okay, but uh, still, in my eyes, it's not the exercise. Mm -hmm. I will do it the third time. Much better. Okay. Okay. Much better. So, what are you doing better? It's more relaxed. More relaxing. Less movement. Less movement, yes. Mm -hmm. Now try to have your eyes on me while you're catching it. Mm -hmm. Ah, the difference from now and before you catch. It's much more centered, still, no distraction, focused. Exactly. Danny, <laughs> 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 this is a great uh, forest here. I didn't see it without you. Uh, actually, we should take a picture. Yes, up here is a good spot for the picture. There you go, guys. What a wild ride that was. I hope you got something out of our strange little stroll through the forest. Essentially, I failed at finding the tree and succeeded at catching the stick. But regardless of outcome, those things were one and the same. They both taught me different things, in particular, not allowing distraction to knock me off path and trusting in myself, regardless of failure. Joe is such a humble guy considering everything he has achieved. There is truly no one like him. I've posted a link in the show description to an unorthodox taekwondo routine from Joe, which has to be seen to be believed. I would love to hear your feedback on the show or even have you as a guest. Hit me up at limefurypodcast at gmail.com. I'm grateful for your ears. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.